listening to Sports Breakfast on 91.3 Sport FM. Well, there were surprises in the AFL semi-finals. Less surprise in the NRL semi-finals. The cream rises to uh, the top at this time of the year. There's no doubt about that. Melbourne Storm rebounded from a very difficult loss to uh, the Brisbane Broncos the week before. Narrow went over the Roosters. And what about the atmosphere over in New Zealand as the Warriors end of the night season as well. Let's have a chat to James Harley Sullivan. He's our rugby league man here on Sport FM. G'day, Sal. Hey, Jacob, Wayne. How are we? More importantly, how are you? How have you pulled up from the weekend? No, no, real good. Yeah, yeah, busy weekend. Sydney Sydney on Saturday and then, yeah, back here yesterday for the local grand finals. So that was good. Yeah, the um, Canberra Region Rugby League here yesterday at Seaford Oval. It's a Did- good day out. And three, three WA boys have got premiership uh, medals hanging around their neck this morning, so... That's even better. Brilliant. So you got the result you're after when we chatted to you Thursday? Yeah, mate. The lads did really well. Uh, the three boys, two South Perth Lions and one an ex-Calamunda Bulldog and Fremantle Roosters. So a lot of people in WA would have been watching that game yesterday morning. So that was pleasing. It was, um, it's a nice way to end the season. So Yeah, but the NRL up and about. It's interesting. I thought of Wayne all weekend. Dunny, I concern. thought of you all day yesterday when you said to me, so prelim losers. They still get up and about. Mm. Yeah, well, they did, didn't they? Um, what about the game on Friday? But how did you, did you see it? It was pretty tough. What happened to your try scorer, Daniel Hughes, or what was his name? What's his first no, name? Jerome. Jerome Hughes. Jerome what, what, is he injured? Was he? He got ruled out on Thursday. Mm. Yeah. He got right, ruled yeah. out. Thursday. So, um, yeah, we got the second one up. Yep. But, um, yeah, you might have got something if you played that one. But, yeah, well, the controversy, of course, was Ashley Klein with the. The knock-on early in the game when, and then the Melbourne Storm went up the field and uh, did score a try on the back end of it. But at the end of the day, both sides had enough time to get back into the rhythm. And honestly, when Lindsay Collins scored that try and then the, the 71st-minute field goal of Sam Walker, I thought, here we go. They're going to do it again. But I tell you what, not enough's been said about this try from Will Warbrick. The individual brilliance that he did, you know, to kick across the face, He's had to leap up the way he grabbed it and then still had work to do. And that's what was in the 78th minute of the match. So, yeah, um, he really brought the crowd to its feet in Melbourne. But the Roosters were brave. Oh, very brave. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day. And I think the both board packs sort of looked after themselves, to be honest. And it was just left down to that little bit of game management at times. And as you say, the Melbourne Storm got away with it, with, with that brilliant try at the back end of the game. And, I thought Tyron Wishart, who came in for Jerome Hughes, he, he, he did his job. He scored the first try, of course, for the Storm. But it was um, Brandon Smith getting a little bit back on his old teammate. He scored in the 33rd minute. To, um, you know, it was interesting at half time. It was 10 points to six. So it could have went either way. And then, as we say, when the Roosters got back in front, I thought, oh, they're not going to do it again. But uh, the Melbourne Storm prevailed in the end. What about the atmosphere in Auckland? The Warriors winners over the night. So a first-minute try really set the, the tone for the afternoon, the evening over there in New Zealand. Um, what a remarkable atmosphere. The poor old Knights walked straight into that cauldron and rather unsurprisingly struggled. The Warriors were superb. Yeah, they were superb. It's 16-4 at half-time. But it's, it's something we did say on Thursday where I thought the Warriors got a lot out of that last 40 minutes against the Panthers last week. And, and we did highlight that. You know, I, I actually thought... They got blown away in that first half against the Panthers. And they, you know, they, they sort of got into the river in the second half. Johnson came back into the game. And as you say, Charles Nickel-Cooks scores in that first minute. Aiden Fanua-Blake dances over in the sixth. And 
all of a sudden they went bang. And, you know, uh, the Knights tried to get back into it, but it was one of those frustrating games. The last 15 minutes of the first half, I dare say the Knights are on top. But, obviously, um, you know, the Warriors had kicked away early with those three tries early. And, mate, they were impressive, the Warriors. Uh, they did enough, and they, and they were good at the back end of the game as well. But the Knights, uh, they've been up and about for a while, and... Uh, their season came to an end in Auckland on Saturday night. Yeah, it was disappointing what it, the way that it finished for the Knights because, as you said, they've uh, the, the last part of their season has been terrific. And I suppose when a side scores three tries in eleven minutes, it, it sort of it's hard to come back from from there. But how would you assess their season overall? Oh, absolutely brilliant! You know, the, as you said, Dunny, the back end of the season for them. You know, he, he, he tinkered with a few things, did Adam O'Brien, and. Um, and it worked out okay. The back end of the year, he put, obviously, Ponga back to fullback, and, and that rotation worked beautifully. They missed Hastings on the weekend, let, let's be totally honest. He just clunes okay, but Hastings got that little bit extra level in his combination with Ponga is very, very good. But, you know, good, good end of the season. I think they'll be pretty happy, of course. Adam O'Brien's now re-signed. So, moving forward, there'll be a little tinker here and a tinker there with their uh, roster, no doubt, in the off-season, and we'll wait and see. But... What it does, it sets it up beautifully with the top four playing in the prelims on the weekend. Well, I'm glad to see it, and that's not to disrespect the other four sides, but I think when we get to this stage of the year, when you've done the hard yards and, what is it, 27 rounds of home and away rugby league, you want to see the best teams feature at this stage of the year, and Panthers Storm uh, promises to be a beauty. Broncos will certainly go in heavy favourites against the Warriors, but, gee, they're two mouth-rotting prelims. Well, it's a good point you make, and I think... You know, we discussed this last Monday. Could any, well, a couple of weeks ago, can any side outside the four, you know, upset the others? I thought the Knights, and to be fair, they were okay. They had a, I think that game last week, guys, that extra game, extra time game against the um, the Raiders took a lot out of them. And I was talking to Michael Maguire during the week, and he said, Sully, we bashed them. You know, they really hurt each other last week. And, and evidence to what you were just saying, Wayne, about that first 40 minutes, the Warriors got out of the block. So... And as you say, it sets it up beautifully this week. Panthers, Storm, we know what we're going to get. We're not going to get a lot of points, are we? Mm. It'll, be, it'll be siege mentality from the Storm. They'll try and close it down. They need Jerome Hughes back. That's the bottom line. They need the current New Zealand halfback taking on the Australian halfback if they're, if they're a chance. We look at the game on Saturday night. I feel sorry a little bit for the Warriors, man. 7.50. Pretty late mm. in New Zealand, that, isn't it? Very. But... You know, you, you, you thought they could have tinkered a little bit Saturday evening, even an hour. But anyway, they're the powers to be. Broncos taking on the Warriors. Now, if any side can match the Warriors out wide, it probably, I mean, sorry, if any side can match the Broncos out wide, it is the Warriors. So um, I think that probably will be their attitude. We're going to let the ball talk against the Broncos. So I want to see. I, I think what we'll see, young, young Webster, the coach from the Warriors, I. I think you want to really set his side up just to put this Broncos side under pressure and see if they can still perform under pressure. But, yeah, lots of water under the bridge till then. Hey, uh, just before we let you go, Sal, uh, the, the women's uh, NRL season has now reached finals and we've got our, our first week finals matchups decided. Yeah, we have. And they're both on Sunday um, at different grounds, of course. And the Newcastle Knights, obviously the, the defending premiers, they, they finished on top. They'll play the Broncos who finished fourth, and the Roosters, they've been high-flying all year. They had that hiccup here in Canberra, where Canberra beat them. They'll take on the Titans on the Sunday afternoon as well. So, 
Yeah, two games on the Sunday afternoon, um, one in Newcastle, one in Sydney. Be interesting to see how things go because across the road, well, from Allianz Stadium, across at Parramatta will be at Combank Stadium, but it'll be the New South Wales Cup grand final, lads, and it's, it's between the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the North Sydney Bears. How's, how good is oh, that, Gunny, for a gee, bit of old mm. Sydney rivalry? Doesn't get much bigger than that. That promises to be a beauty. New South Wales Cup coming up at the weekend. Uh, we'll look forward to that. We'll look forward to a huge weekend of finals rugby league across many different grades. So thanks for your time as always here on Sports Breakfast and, to start us off. And Jacob, that New South Wales Cup game's on nine now. and Beauty. You'll probably know the bloke calling it. Oh, oh. Sullivan, call up. I've got the, I've got the nod. Brilliant. Well, no one deserves it more, so we know your passion for rugby league and all the rugby league that you've called, so you absolutely deserve that opportunity. Well, well done. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It is an honour. So, yeah, we'll chat Thursday, lads. We See will, you, mate. We will catch that for sure. We'll be tuning in. James Sully Sullivan with us. Uh, the voice of rugby league on Sport FM and the voice of rugby league here in Perth and now one of the voices of rugby league on the East. How, how good's that? Mm. Yeah, James he, Sully he, Sullivan. He's, he works he's hard done the hard roads. He does all the, the other, well... The lower grades, and uh, he's got himself a nice little niche over there. He's yep. still doing his painting every now and then, but I reckon that might be just sort well, of into the background. Rabs Warren's retired, and with all yeah. due respect to the commentators on Nine, I don't know if they've really established themselves yet. Sal's coming with a rush now. He might just <laughs> charge past a few of them and uh, be the top dog. But, uh, yeah, well done to Sal. New South Wales Cup, South Sydney v North Sydney. Yeah, it doesn't get much bigger than that over mm, there, would it? That's right that's there. a Frio Derby over here, I would have thought, or... Uh, yeah, something similar. A Perth Derby uh, in the WIFL.